Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrickin, a.k.a. KC Bubba, here to recap Tuesday's news, notes, and action on the diamond and get you ready for Wednesday's full day of baseball action. Uh, hope you guys had a great Tuesday. Trade deadline was bonkers, so let's get cracking at it right now. Recent news and notes. We'll start off with something not trade deadline related. Framber Valdez, no-no. Framber Valdez threw a no-hitter. First left-handed pitcher to throw a no-hitter in Astros history. He's also through the fewest pitches in a no-hitter by any pitcher in the 21st century with 93 pitches. Last pitchers to do that was David Cohn and Daryl Kyle Cohn through 88 pitches in his no-no. So pretty impressive stuff there from Framber Valdez. This was the third no-hitter of the 2023 baseball season. Chris Sale, he made a rehab start in AAA on Tuesday uh, through two innings, one hit, no earned, two walks, three Ks, throwing 40 pitches, 26 being strikes. Sale had his fastball up to 97 miles an hour. At least one more rehab start likely in play for Chris Sale, but great signs through that outing. All right, let's get to some of the trades here. The Royals, they acquired left-handed pitcher Tucker Davidson from the Angels for cash considerations, adding some pitching depth to the Royals. Braves acquired left-handed pitcher Brad Hand from the Rockies for minor leaguer Alec Berger. Hand will give the the, uh, Braves much-needed bullpen depth as they go for their playoff push once again. Padres, they acquired Rich Hill and G-Man Choi from the Pirates for Jackson Wolf, Estuar Suarez, and Alfonso Rivas. Rich Hill, um, it makes you wonder if Michael Walker is not as healthy as we once thought, or if the Padres go six-man rotation, maybe Seth Lugo's hitting an innings limit mark, something along those lines that gives depth to the Padres. G-Man Choi comes over to play first base in a platoon, which we'll get to in a minute as the Padres are active later in the day as well. The Cardinals, they activated Tommy Edmond from the IL and recalled left-handed pitcher Zach Thompson. That comes into play because the Cardinals dealt um, Paul DeYoung to the Toronto Blue Jays for right-handed pitcher uh, minor leaguer Matt Svensson. So DeYoung will slide into shortstop for Toronto. Why Bo Bichette uh, had his knee injury on Monday. He had an MRI on Tuesday showing no structural damage in his knee, which is great, just inflammation. According to the MRI, he is day-to-day. So Cardinals get Tommy Edmond back. They deal Paul DeYoung to Toronto to fill the void for Bo Bichette while Bichette is dealing with his knee injury. More Cardinals news. Brendan Donovan to undergo season-ending surgery on his right arm. He was getting more um, tests on that recently. They, they said he couldn't throw. He DH only. Well, now he's having surgery and calling it a day on that one. More Astros news. They acquired Justin Verlander from the Mets for outfielder Drew Gilbert and Ryan Clifford, two of the higher prospects in the Astros system. The Mets shipped over uh, about $35 million in cash as well. If Verlander picks up his option, it'll turn into $52 million. So the Mets are doing a good job of purchasing top prospects. They already got Luis Angel Acuna um, from the Rangers. Now you get Drew Gilbert and Ryan Clifford for the likes of Verlander and Scherzer. 
Another note on Framber Valdez's no-hitter, it is the first no-hitter since Justin Verlander threw a no-hitter, a non-bullpen-related no-hitter, a full nine-inning no-hit bid for the Astros. The Phillies, they acquired right-handed pitcher Michael Lorenzen from the Tigers for outfielder Hal Yu Lee. Um, Josh Harrison was DFA to make room on the 40-man roster. Michael Lorenzen will slide right into that rotation uh, behind the likes of Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. Um, not the most fantasy exciting news because I like Lorenzen in, in uh, Comerica Park, and he doesn't have to face the likes of the Braves and whatnot, but still we'll see where Lorenzen goes. He's been throwing very well over the last month of baseball. Phillies also acquired Rodolfo Castro from the Pirates, the utility man Rodolfo Castro, for Bailey Falter, who we saw at times this season, went back to AAA as he was struggling. Maybe Falter will get a new lease on life in Pittsburgh and uh, figure things out with no reason not to pitch him outside of potential innings situations. The Brewers acquired left-handed reliever Andrew Chafin from the Diamondbacks for uh, minor league right-handed pitcher Peter Strzelewski. Um, Chafin was closing early in the year, was looking good, then not so good, then got hurt. Now he goes to Milwaukee to give some bullpen depth in Milwaukee. The Marlins, they were active. They acquired Jake Berger from the White Sox for left-handed pitcher Jake Eater. That's a big move. Um, uh, Eater for the left-handed pitcher in the minor leagues is supposed to be one of the better pitching prospects from Miami. Berger has been having a pretty good year in the power department. The batting average could be a little more desirable. He was about to gain second base eligibility. That's not going to happen now for fantasy purposes. But Berger will slide into third base, play pretty much every day in Miami. And he's got a couple more years of club control, which allowed the White Sox to uh, get a better prospect in return. White Sox also acquired Luis Patino from the Rays to add pitching depth since they traded so many starting pitchers in Lance Lynn, Lucas Giolito, and others. And the Rays received cash considerations from the White Sox. Griffin Canning, we know he was scratched from his start on Monday. He goes to the IL with right calf tightness. They're hoping it's the minimum stint there. Rangers, they acquired Austin Hedges from the Pirates as a catching depth with Jonah Heim out. Mitch Garver catching every day. Hedges is just a defensive catcher. Really no fantasy relevance there. JT Romuto was scratched from Tuesday's game. with He has a laceration on his throwing hand, which he suffered uh, sliding on Monday. It's a pretty nasty gash, so we'll see how JT deals with this in the coming days. Josh Naylor was also scratched from Tuesday's game with right side soreness. He's been dealing with this off and on over the last few weeks, so hopefully it's just a day-to-day thing, just a day off, and he'll get right back into action. The Diamondbacks, they acquired Tommy Pham from the Mets for 17-year-old shortstop Jeremy Rodriguez, one of the better uh, international signings uh, last season. Tommy Pham will go into a platoon situation most likely. They already have one of the best defenses out, outfield in all of baseball in Arizona with Carroll, um, with Carroll, Lo, uh, Thomas, and I just and Jake McCarthy. So there's a good chance it'll be Alec Thomas that platoons with uh, Tommy Pham, but it could be a whole slew of things. The Orioles, they acquired Jack Flaherty from the Cardinals to get another pitcher in that rotation with you know t- uh, t- Taylor Wells going to double-A and some other pitchers will be hitting some innings limits there. The Cardinals received infield prospect Cesar Prito and left-handed pitcher Drew Rom from the Orioles. Yankees, they acquired reliever Kenyon Milton from the White Sox to add some bullpen depth. The Angels acquired Dominic Leone from the Mets for more bullpen depth as well. Mentioned the Marlins were active earlier. They acquired Josh Bell from the Guardians for Gene Segura and infield prospect Khalil Watson. Segura was then immediately DFA'd by the Cleveland Guardians. Josh Bell has been better of late and will slide into first base because there's an opening there because the Padres acquired Garrett Cooper and Sean Reynolds from the Marlins and the Marlins received Ryan Weathers from the Padres. So this goes back to Garrett Cooper and now G-Man Choi. 
being the, the Padres platoon for spacemen, both really good against the opposite hand. Cooper has an eight like an eight seventy ish OPS first left handed pitching, where G Man Choi has like an eight forty OPS first right handed pitching. Perfect real world platoon. The Mets acquired Phil Bickford and Adam Kolarek from the Dodgers for pitching depth because well they've been trading all their pitchers as well. Uh, the Dodgers did not get Eduardo Rodriguez because he gave them the big hands to the face. No, I'm not waving my no trade clause to go to L.A., which is very funny from a Giants fan. So the Dodgers went out and acquired Ryan Yarbrough from the Royals for first baseman Devin Mann and shortstop Derlin Figueroa. Yarbrough's coming off a strong seven-inning outing. He's been pretty effective overall since returning from the IL from getting hit in the face by line drive. Not a big strikeout arm with Yarbrough, but he can eat innings and give you some some help, which they need in that rotation with Gonsolin struggling, Sheehan struggling, Bobby Miller hasn't been great. They can use that depth with Ryan Yarbrough. The Red Sox, they acquired Luis Urias from the Brewers for right-handed pitcher Bradley Blaylock. Uh, Urias has not been great. Right now he's even in AAA. The Milwaukee Brewers demoted him, so we'll see how that pans out in Boston. The Padres, they acquired Scott Barlow from the Royals uh, for right-handed pitcher Henry Williams. Barlow just adds more bullpen depth because they did not trade Josh Hader, so we'll see how that pans out. It just opens the door for Carlos Hernandez to get closing duties in Kansas City. Hernandez picked up the win on Tuesday night. Uh, Marlins also made a surprise move. They optioned Edward Cabrera to AAA on Tuesday. So we'll see where that pans out. Is it an inning thing? Is it they bring Yuri Perez back? How's this going to play out? Time will tell with that situation. And then on yesterday's show, at the end of the show, I mentioned Justin Turner uh, left in the ninth inning of his game after legging out a single. He has a left heel contusion and is day to day. All right, everybody, Underdog Fantasy. You want to make some money making picks on MLB games, then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on the stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up for, with promo code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. So, so you have some bonus cash to play with. Looking at the early lines for Wednesday, there's a few that stand out to me. Shohei Otani over two total bases in their matchup versus Yoni Torinos. Torinos gets beat up by left-handed hitting, so like Shohei on that one. Sung Kim over one and a half total bases as the Padres finished up their series in Coors against Kyle Freeland. Uh, Kim leading off playing very, very well. And then uh, Joe Ryan over two and a half in runs. Talked about this last time he was out there. He's given up about four runs per start over like the last five starts, uh, almost all, every start. So I like my chances with the Cardinals putting up at least three against Joe Ryan. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com or underdogfantasy in the app store. Sign up with promo code PitcherList, all one word. Get your first deposit doubled up to $100. You must be 18 or over and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates, 19 or over in Alabama, Nebraska, 21 or over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Terms do apply. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. All right, some hitting highlights from Tuesday. The Cubs scored 20 runs, so there'll be a lot of highlights from them. We'll pick one. Mike Talkman, two for three with the home run. Three runs scored, four RBIs, two walks, and a stolen base. He had a combo meal. There was a handful of guys with combo meals for the Cubs. Uh, since the All-Star break, Talkman's hitting 358 with three home runs. 13 runs scored, 17 RBIs, and a stolen base as he's been leading off primarily for the Cubs and being quite, quite productive. Anthony Santander went three for four with a home run, a run scored, four RBIs, and a walk on Tuesday. So far in the season, Santander is hitting 261 
with 19 home runs, 56 runs scored, and 62 RBIs, as he's pretty much picking up right where he left off in 2022. Eugenio Suarez, two for four with a home run, a run scored, and three RBIs for the Mariners. Over the last 15 games, Suarez is hitting 267, four homers, six runs scored, and 16 RBIs as he's producing the power numbers we were hoping for with a better batting average than usual for Eugenio Suarez. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box article on PitcherList.com for more details on the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights from Tuesday. Andrew Heaney, six innings pitched, no earned, two hits, no walks, and 11 strikeouts for the Rangers. He had 16 whiffs and a 33% CSW as he took care of the White Sox. It's the Andrew Heaney show, though. Over the last six starts, 29 and a third innings pitched, 14 earned runs, and 33 strikeouts. The strikeouts are there pretty much every time out. It just depends as they get blown up or not. And that's the Andrew Heaney world that we live in. Johan Oviedo continues to get back on track. Great to start the season. Bad in the middle of the season. Picking it up again. On Tuesday, Oviedo went seven innings, one earned, six hits, two walks, and five Ks. He had eight whiffs and a 23% CSW. So not like fooling hitters a ton, but got the job done. And since the All-Star break, uh, Oviedo has started four games. He's pitched 24 innings, eight earned runs, and 24 strikeouts. Very serviceable from Johan Oviedo. Lance Lynn made his Dodgers debut on Tuesday, throwing seven innings, three earned, five hits, one walk, and seven Ks. Those three earns came on three solo home runs because that's Lance Lynn, baby. Strikeouts are still there, though, as Lynn had a 16 whiffs and a 37% CSW against the Oakland Athletics. On the season, though, Lynn's 632 ERA, 4.01 XFIP. He has 151 Ks and 126 and two-thirds innings pitched. I'm going to keep running Lance Lynn out there and crossing my fingers every single time. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Tuesday. Sir Anthony Dominguez picked up his first save of the season as Kimbrough got the night off. Sean Manaya also picked up his first save of the season for the Giants as Camilo Duvall got the night off as he's been worked a ton of late. And then Brooks Raley, who already picked up a couple saves since David Robertson was traded to Miami, blew the save on Tuesday night for his first blown save of the season. David Bednar picked up his 22nd save of the year for the Pirates. Pete Fairbanks is 14th save of the year for the Rays. Devin Williams is 27th save of the year for the Brew Crew. Johan Duran is 18th for the Twins. Will Smith, his 18th save for the Rangers. Josh Hader picked up his 26th save of the year for the Padres. And Kenley Jansen saved 24 for the Red Sox. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information about all things relief pitching. All right, before we take a look at Wednesday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain, and they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow, and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. 
some DFS targets. We have an eight-game main slate starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern. There's some day-game action as well. But on the main slate, some of the bats I'm looking to target here, Minnesota Twins going up against Dakota Hudson. You get some value with the Twins bats with Julian and uh, Kepler and Walner and some others. So I like that quite a bit. The Dodgers versus Hogan Harris. Dodgers are always in play. They just are going up against the lefty and Hogan Harris. You can have some fun there. If you want to be a little contrarian, I don't mind St. Louis versus Joe Ryan, as we talked about the underdog play. And then Oakland versus Tony Gonsolin. Gonsolin's been horrible. It's tough to stack a full Oakland stack, but Geloff, who went deep again on Tuesday, got Bladé, you got Rooker, you got some other options. Uh, Jordan Diaz should play every day at third base with Chase Peterson getting traded. There are some cheap options in Oakland to help you pay for pitching and some of the more expensive stacks as well. Some pitching I'm looking at on Tuesday, Garrett Cole going against the Tampa Bay Rays. Since the uh, like last two months of the season, Cole has looked like the Cy Young candidate we all hoped he would be. So like that matchup versus Tampa Bay, who's striking out over 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching in July. Kota Senga versus Kansas City is my favorite play on the slate when it comes to pitching. And then Grayson Rodriguez going up against Toronto is another good one as well. Some things I'm looking forward to on Tuesday, Tanner Bybee going up against the Houston Astros. Bybee's been very, very effective this year. Houston is a very potent offense, of course. So let's see how that one pans out. Joe Musgrove has been the model of consistency. 12 straight starts with three and runs or less, 11 of those being quality starts for Joe Musgrove. Goes into Coors Field on Tuesday for some or Wednesday for some day game action. So really curious on how Joe Musgrove does. And then we got some great matchups in the evening. Zach Wheeler going up against Braxton Garrett, Phillies Marlins. That's a fun one. And then, of course, Tampa Bay, New York, McClanahan versus Cole. Really excited to see how that one pans out. But all right, everybody, that'll do it with another episode of the First Pitch Podcast. If you have not, for some weird reason, you listen to the show and have not checked out PitcherList.com, highly recommend it. A lot of great content, the podcast, the articles, and much, much more. And then go check out the even deeper stuff, PL Plus, PL Pro. You won't regret it. Gets you in the Discord. Gets you a lot of other great content that you don't already get with the free stuff and much, much more. They just keep developing more and more cool things at PitcherList.com. PL Plus, PL Pro gets you in on all of that. That'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Wednesday, preview Thursday. But for now, this was your First Pitch Podcast, Wednesday, August 2nd edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.